Lucy. Hello, my friend. How are you? I am good. I am here. We are episode 53 coming live or well, we're live, but we're not live now. We were live. Right. We were live the other day <laughs> recording this episode yeah. 53, Stacy. Yay. Love it. This is incredible. Now, Stacy, I want to start off by talking about your chair. That's the first thing I want to talk about. We have a lot to get to. We have a lot of videos this week. We have a lot to talk about. So, but yes. the first thing is your chair. I wasn't yes. sure what I was hearing a few moments ago. <laughs> well, why don't you show our audience exactly what we're dealing with? So when I move. And I, so Michael and I were talking. And I'm like, I swear to you, I'm not passing gas. <laughs> She had the three bean salad last night. Oh, but yeah, so it's it's leather, leather, pleather. <laughs> and and so it's like, it just makes that sound. And I'm like, oh my God, what if this is picked up in recording? So people, if you ever yeah. hear that, it's my chair. I swear to God. I have the same issue in the tour van. Oh, All right. so, okay. So, okay. So when I go to a, a particular location, we stay in the car and then, uh, you know, I put it in park and I tell a story and I will turn around to look at the people in, in the back and all of that. And when I do that to shift my weight, uh, you know, where, you know, your left foot is usually resting off to the side yeah. and there's a little leather plastic pad for your feet to rest on. There, I okay? see. Yeah. And there is a creak. But it's more like a a a, a flatulent sound. <laughs> so every time I put my foot on it to turn around and I'm lifting up like a one cheek sneak, it's it sounds like I just did one out of the lower belfry. And if right. the thing is, I don't. And and so what I do because now I'm thinking the whole van just heard what sounds like right. an accident. And so I go, oh boy, I gotta get this fixed on my car. I got the squeak. You guys hear that squeak? And I point it right out. Yeah, I go right for it. So, you know, people aren't ready to go. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> so these are just the little things they don't tell you in tour guide class. You got to right. figure out while while you're at it. Right. You know, podcasting world. <laughs> no right. squeaky chairs. Now, for those of you who don't know, Stacy and I, we went to Podcasting Academy in Nebraska and we um we were there for the better part of three months. We were away from the people that we love and care about. Yeah. And the training is so intense. But one of the things they don't go over is what happens with a squeaky chair. And you would think that would be like half a day's class or something. I know. They just leave you to wing it. It's just horrible. Horrible we curriculum. <laughs> we cannot be the only ones there that have this chair issue. Right. <laughs> I think we've beaten this chair to death now. All yes. right. All right, yes. Stacy, you had a kind of a busy week. What's going on in your world? I did. My, I know I'm posting like an obnoxious mom and everyone has to forgive me, but I just, I'm so proud of this girl. So my Sarah, she turned 21, which is just like, when did that happen? And how did I get old enough to have a 21 year old? But yeah, so I, I posted a timeline of her from, you know, from baby to 21. And nice. she was like, you could have left out the pictures with the braces. <laughs> Oh, she didn't appreciate that. Oh no, she was she was totally fine. And oh, she's okay. like, she was like, Oh, the braces, mine. I'm like, oh, come on, lots of kids have braces. But anyway, she, you know, kids 
are harder on themselves than their parents are. But yeah, I just, yeah. so I just wanted to give her a shout out. She's such a good kid. She's an easy kid. She was, she's like a naturally cautious child. So she really hasn't been tough as far yeah, as parenting right. is concerned. I've been very, very blessed. So really, uh, yeah, very blessed, very easy kid. So I've been very lucky. So I just wanted to say happy birthday to her again. It was her birthday was this, actually the 17th. And so we got a bunch of pictures and we were goofy. Oh, but that's yeah. what we that's what people do. Whenever people have a platform, this is what they do. Yeah. That, that's I, I don't think there's no no apologies uh necessary <laughs> because that's what we all do. We all yeah. post the things that we do and love and care about. So yeah. You know, kudos to you, my friend. Yeah, yeah. And uh you <laughs> oh well <laughs> I, I had a hell of a weekend, boy. I tell you what. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I, I had invited it's something I rarely do. I, I don't really have many friends in this world and the ones that I do have, it's basically family. So they come down whether I want them here or not, <laughs> but I want family here. Uh, anyways, um, <laughs> no, just kidding. I'm kidding. I love everybody. I love everybody. So anyways, I had invited um, uh, my friend John Rivley and Robert Bruzio, who both were, have been on the show and are both established um uh, in their own right john obviously with the art and uh his, his art is second to none as we're going to talk about in a moment mm -hmm. again and of course robert uh had written a movie called bottom of the ninth with uh, joe manganella and sofia vagaro and he worked with the a bunch of people that put the original rocky together and so he is uh, uh quite established and he's also just a massive rocky fan and a hell of a great guy so uh, they both are so yeah. anyways uh, they came down a Friday afternoon and man, did we have a heck of a time? I, I don't, I, I sent you some videos. I don't even, Sue has a lot of other videos on her phone that oh. she took. Yeah. And so we're going to touch on some of this and then when, cause she's gone out of town right now, she's visiting family. So, um, when she gets back, I'm going to download them and then we'll talk about it again in the future. Okay. But anyways, I have this, uh, this first video, um, uh, we titled it a uh, loss of the most important person. Uh, why don't you hit that one for us? Okay. When you don't have your partner with you anymore, that's a weird moment. That's going to be a pretty profound moment. When I watch the movie, the part that hits me the most of him being alone, aside from, of course, going to the cemetery and yeah. putting the chair up, um, when he wakes up in the morning, and he's alone. Yeah, and he's, he's feeding. You're feeding the animals outside. With, with and the candy, yeah. whatever he's getting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when he gets out of bed, and he's alone, getting out of bed alone. I mean, that's it's a tough moment. Exactly, it's a tough. Moment. Well, that's why Mike. And, and then he feeds the turtles no, that have been with him forever. That and that's yeah. what I'm. When Mike is always like, oh, "Listen, I'm asking you to do this." I'm I'm really I'm diving deep, and my brain is in this different space here because I'm trying to really get into that moment of being without your partner, which is a tough place to be. You know, Adrian was really his soulmate. That was his soulmate without a doubt. You got a moment when he's on the, at the ice arena and the, uh, and, and the uh, lights from the van are behind him. Yeah, no, I know. Alone. Yeah, but for me personally, being alone in a bed, yeah. Where your partner was with you. Mm -hmm. That's the whole theme of Rocky Balboa is it, 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 being alone. Just that you, one shot what alone. Do you, what do you do in that? Um. See, so 
it, it, we ran the gamut of emotions on on our our get together here. We really delved into quite a lot of uh, detail on a bunch of things. And what John was referring to, I have this image in my mind. I I I can't paint it because I, even though I had like juvenile skill level uh, with painting, I I don't know. I just I don't have. I don't have that dynamic expression that John does. And I've been after him to paint this picture of Rocky with the burgundy jacket on in yeah. the restaurant. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> we're standing in front of John, one of John's newer uh, print uh, prints, no pain where Rocky is um, uh, does, does the eggs and he stretches out and he runs down the street to begin his training. And the light shining down is almost like a light from above that is calling him. Is mm -hmm. now this is your start. It's not going to be easy, but you know, God is calling you to something bigger. Yeah. All right. right. So that then, so, and I started taking the camera and at first they didn't know I was videoing them. They, they realized I was, <laughs> we were, what's the old saying? Three sheets to the wind. <laughs> we, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we were up until two 30 quarter to three in the morning um video t uh, taping and, and and like uh watching rocky on the uh, down here yeah. and yeah. talking we went through several bottles of bourbon and wine <laughs> we did fun <laughs> yeah oh my god they brought suck they brought um stella stella yeah i ain't saying that word right no way no how so they brought that and they brought a, a bottle of bourbon plus what we had. So we kicked all of that. It was really, really fun. But <laughs> anyways, um, this next video um, comes a little bit later. Um, it, 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 maybe about 10, 15 minutes later, uh, John and Robert, I, I, I thought I'd video this because it was very, very important. Would you hit that second one? It's called The Future Painting of Rocky, Alone in Adrian's. There's no doubt. I've been toying with that idea and Mike's idea of... Rocky and Balboa in the restaurant. In the restaurant. You know when he's in the restaurant in that jacket behind you? Yeah. And he's talking to people and everything else. Mike has been asking me to explore that painting for a long time. And I have been. And I've been sketching it forever. Forever. I've just been trying to dive deeper. As you know, I'm going deeper and deeper. And I'm going to do it. And I've been messing with it and playing around with it. But. Also, that restaurant scene is also important to me because what? this is a Rocky without Adrian. Adrian has been like his but why rock. But why that moment? Not necessarily that moment. That's what I've been struggling with. I get it in the restaurant. And I know it's famous with him, with all people, and he's telling stories. I don't think that's as interesting as what's going on with Rocky when nobody's there. What is going through this man's mind? I he think so. no longer has Adrian. He's got this restaurant. What is he like when the place empties out at 11 o'clock at night and he's by himself? I think that's my moment that I'm searching for. Mm. So there's a few things going on in that scene. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> One, you hear an enormous loud ticking. The ticking is the black Ben Franklin clock that Rocky uses to get okay. up to when he sets the alarm for four eight to get up to drink the <laughs> eggs and all that. Yes. We were doing skits in other videos for other things. Okay. And John wanted to use that clock for so once you you know when you wind up those old yes. clocks, yes. it took three days. 
and I put a mattress out here for Robert to sleep on. And the clock was ticking, ticking very. So I had to put it up in the garage. And when I I got up in the morning at like, I don't know, eight o'clock in the morning, whatever time I got up, I was walking. Around, I could hear it still ticking from the garage with two doors oh, closed. Yeah. That would make me crazy. <laughs> then, you, then you heard the uh, pounding of the foots, the feet coming down the steps. Yes. That was Sue coming down with a refill for all of our glasses, <laughs> right? And you hear me whispering, oh, thank God. Oh, God, I needed this. Thank you. And But she didn't realize I was recording. Right. She would have, because she, she was coming down the steps quickly. But right. then, you know, she would have walked much softer. So that's what was going on. But but the, the, the thing in that scene is John talking mm -hmm. about being alone in the restaurant after everyone's gone. So everyone's there. Rocky's telling stories, the wait staff, the patrons, the cooks, Spider Rico, everyone's around. But when they go, mm -hmm. Rocky's got to hit the lights and lock up. So mm -hmm. imagine that image of Rocky with the burgundy blazer on in the restaurant as everyone is gone. It's just him. Maybe he's under, maybe that giant painting. There's that big painting of Adrian that hangs when you first walk in, it's right above everything, right above the bar right there. Mm. Uh, imagine maybe he's got a one hand on his hip and looking down or looking up at her, or he's looking in the distance and the Leroy Neiman is on the wall. And we get a, we get a, a part of that in the distance with all the empty tables. And what is that? That's basically Rocky is alone. He mm. has, He's he's alone with a section of his brain. So part of it, he's got the trophies in the back room and the from the fights and everything in the painting. But the rest of it, it's empty because without his son, who is estranged from and without Adrian, he is just empty. And yeah. uh, so I, I cannot wait for John. What do you think about that concept? You know, it's <laughs> I could relate to it because, you know, when you're in a crowd and then the door closes and you're alone, that next expression, you're like, oh. you know what I mean? That next expression, what the, the mask that you wipe off when you're yep. finally alone, that's where you really are, you yeah. know? So you're either sad or maybe you're still happy or you are angry or you want to cry. And I think John is after the purest essence of where he is. Yeah. And you yes. can't, you can't get that until he's alone. You know what I mean? So I, right. As he was talking about that, I'm like, yeah, that that's the most intimate moment. Right. And he wants to paint that. So, yeah, I've been after John to paint this at, at least three years, um, maybe even maybe four years. Yes. I've I've really been after him to paint this because this is something that is incredibly personal to me. Yeah. If it wasn't for the Victor Cafe and my time on set there, seeing Sly in the burgundy jacket as Rocky acting as I'm, you know, hiding behind the camera, watching all this take place. I, I mean, I didn't know what yeah. was going to happen to me, but I can get very emotional even right now if I mm -hmm. think about that. Mm -hmm. That restaurant, it, it's it's if heaven is real, I hope my heaven is the Victor Cafe. Yes. I, I hope that's where I get to hang out. Okay, yeah. that, that that's 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 uh, that's what I hope. So anyway, I I'm, think I think we can uh, call that order in for you. <laughs> Yeah, well, <laughs> man, I'll, I'll have uh, I'll, I'll have to start saying some do do do, do some due diligence on that. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll see what happened. All right, let's see. So we got those two. Um, then we had a little. Oh, we had a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, you, you're not gonna realize just how repugnantly drunk we are here, but here we we let we let our actions just speak for themselves this is what i i affect it was only about a minute long minute and nine seconds i affectionately call this rocky 
fashion show with some of my props at the house. Stacy, would you play that? Okay, so there's nothing like a fashion show here. It's fashion week in the Rocky Room. Okay, so we've all chosen things that appeal to us for a variety of reasons. I chose to be a thinker, not a stinker. Robert, would you? What's your your plan of attack well, here? I kind of like this robe better than last year's robe, don't you think? Last year's last year, kind of baggy. Do a little baggy. Yeah, this one's cute. cute. Very cute. It's yeah. good too. Now, are you able to, you know, use utensils with those gloves? Uh, yeah. I do. Just a, Skill set. A, a, a fork. I like how he boxes in jeans. That's something that I think should be noted, you know? Uh, you don't find jeans restrictive? It hides my chicken legs. <laughs> oh, nice. See, that's <laughs> a good point. <laughs> Mr. Riverly, what is it about this outfit you're wearing? Why this one? Well, for me, it was all about class. Ah. You know, nothing says class like this outfit. That's classy, exactly, right? Yeah, that's this is classy, class. right? And that's class. Telling you. Yeah. You cannot go wrong. So anytime you guys want to come down here, we'll charge a very small fee to dress in the clothes and it'll go all out on social media. Have fun. Yeah. Nobody's coming here. <laughs> Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> Goodbye. Awesome. It, oh. it got it got worse after that. Uh -huh. we, we we were then going from outfit to outfit to outfit robert came out in the rocky ford jacket with the sheepskin nice the, the fedora the um the newsboy cap that rocky wears and he was doing all types of lines then he then he put the rocky leather jacket on the because his stallone's jacket that he bought i believe he bought it at a corvettes that's the name of the store I it was it, it was shortened from Korean vets to Corvettes. And it was oh, a it was like neat. a department store up and down okay. the East Coast. And that's where Sly, I believe it was New York City, where he bought his Bond Fifth Avenue leather jacket. And I have a Bond Fifth Avenue leather jacket on my mannequin display in the corner. And it's got the odd um, upper chest pleat that comes down. It's got the triple stitching on the pocket and the collar and so on. So like if if Stallone bought this one on the shelf, this would have been the one right behind it on the rack. Yeah. So Robert puts, wow. and I also have the Thunderbird <clears throat> sweater that he nice. wears when Mickey comes, you know, my place stink, the old place stink. So he puts the Thunderbird sweater on. He puts the original Bonds Fifth Avenue jacket <laughs> on. And then he puts one of my Rocky fedoras on that I have over here on a hook. He puts it on and he's going through the motions. And we, I started recording him and he went into a Bronx tale. I go, Bronx tale? Oh, what are you go, doing? Are you? You're not Lilo Brancata. I said, you're Rocky Balboa. And then we had just cut the video there. I got to find that one. I don't know. I have that one somewhere. But you have to be very careful who you let into your house. Now, <laughs> now, what did you think about that ridiculous fashion show? I I love it. You know, this to me is about the the timelessness of what moves us. You know what? I, mean? I don't care if you guys are seven doing this or 70. You know what I mean? The stuff that moves us moves us our whole lives. And, right, you right. know, sometimes you have parents saying, oh, you need to grow up or you need to, you know, and they make it a matter of maturity. Or I'm like, no, no. Rocky moved us. We want to be in the clothes. We want to look the look and walk the walk. And I love it. I thought I, I loved it. You know, great. this is one of the things I want to give a shout out to my parents. This is one of the things that I, I really have to give them severe kudos mm -hmm. for. Mm -hmm. They really never were concerned about me growing up until I was about 38. That was, that was they never said to me at like at 14. Right. At 22. You know, they never said about growing up. They 
always, always, always were supportive in whatever I chose, whatever fictitious dress, yes. because anyone who knows me knows I've every time Stallone had a Rocky movie out, a any movie, I would alter my hair, alter mm -hmm. my dress, whatever mm -hmm. it was. Mm -hmm. And they never gave me crap about it. Maybe because I was I was always working. I always had multiple jobs. Maybe right. that was maybe maybe there was that side of it. So they saw me fighting the two, you know, maturity and immaturity, <laughs> which one was going <laughs> to win out in the end. And and in the end, I think it was a good blend. Anyways, yeah. that's just a shout out to mom and dad on that. Uh, yeah, I thought yeah. that was kind of well. I think what this is, you and I have said this about your parents all along. As I learned about them and how they were with you, I'm like they never, they never used those words. No nope, maturity, never. maturity, and that, and a lot of parents do, and and then that sort of squashes the dream, and and I just. I don't know. I want to encourage parents not to do that because there's a yeah. passion there and something moves them. There's always something you can do with that. I don't care what age you are. But that's got to be a difficult line for parents to walk because at that time, my father really thought I was nuts. Like in, <laughs> in candid conversations, he was very worried that mm -hmm. I was going to just, I don't know, fall into some bizarre, crazy scenario where uh, i wasn't going to su be successful uh in in any way shape or form mm -hmm. so how did i always wonder to this day how did they have the confidence to say mm, no let's not use that phrasing let's not use yeah. that word yeah be because i think most parents would have slapped me into reality mm -hmm. sooner and it, i think it would have drastically affected where i am um yeah. today so <laughs> which is wow. in my basement doing a podcast so <laughs> It's the tours. The tours that, is your yeah. No, that it, is amazing. It, it's just awesome. it's it's not a bad gig. All right. So then I I had Mr. Beverly while I had him here. There were a few of his prints I have that I asked if he wouldn't mind signing for me. So I have some video of a bunch of them, but I thought this one kind of sums it all up. This is John signing the Rocky Ford director's cut. Um. Uh, poster he had uh, created uh, that is brilliant. Uh, Stacy, could you play this one? Do it in person. You are here, my friend. All right. Okay. Look at that. It's like the Declaration of Independence. Oh, John Hancock. Um, See that? Look at that. Yep. Now it's final. See, that's official. There it is. All right. Uh, now what do we have? 30 more to go? Yep. Something like that. <sighs> you going to get lunch? <laughs> Cut. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so we had set up this table and I was taking all the frames off the walls and I was taking the little metal tabs. You have to unhook them and then you carefully take the poster out and sign it, put it back. And so it, it, it was a lot of fun. And it's, um, you know, for me, these are our paintings that inspire me. I don't have a lot of real estate here in the, I mean, I have a lot, but it's filled, it's filled up with quite a lot. Right. So uh, whatever goes on this wall has very profound meaning for me. I don't put anything on this wall willy nilly as my great, great, great grandmother would say. Uh, <laughs> I, I never met her. I don't know who she is. But anyway, <laughs> anyways, earlier this morning, I'm cleaning up my Rocky closet. So I have a guest bedroom down here and then I have a, a big closet. And this is where I keep all my Rocky uniforms, my dress work. I keep all my a lot of stuff that's not up out here i keep back there i keep a lot of rocky paperwork books magazines but 100 mm -hmm. magazines i've got back there a whole bunch of stuff so i got to clean that out it's getting a little atrocious 
And I came across an old VHS cassette labeled Mike's Weather Channel commercial. Stacy, would you play this? And I'll explain after you all watch it. All right. Expect fair skies. We love when pop culture meets weather here on Abrams and Bettis. Rocky Six opens nationwide tonight, and our guest meteorologist, David Aldrich, recreates the footsteps of a fictitious Philly boxer who won over the hearts of the country. Adrian! One famous scene wow. that inspired millions 30 years ago is doing it again, but there is a weather twist. Hello, I'm meteorologist David Aldrich with Fox 29 in Philadelphia. You know, when you go to the movies, you almost expect to see special effects. But in the new Rocky Balboa movie in theaters nationwide, the actual run up the art museum steps actually included real snow. Take a look. It was Saturday, February 11th. We picked up an inch and a half while they were still filming Rocky Balboa and his famous climb up the art museum steps. But another ten and a half inches fell after the filming was over that came on Sunday, February 12th. Some areas picking up up to 18 inches with blowing and drifting. That. Now listen, a few things, okay? I got some friends here with me, and they're going to show you the right way how to win it. Okay. First of all, you need a white Christmas. A white Christmas. Second of all, you can't scare the pigeons like that, okay? Okay. All right? And the next thing, we got a jab. Guys, just a couple of jabs. Jab it. Jab. Jab it out there, right? Okay. Well, okay, that ain't too good. How about an uppercut? Uppercut. Uppercut. That's an uppercut. Uppercut. That's it. Well, okay, listen, we're all going to work on that back at the gym in a little bit. Listen, what do you say you, me, and a couple of our closest friends head into the museum? What do you say? Sounds good. Is it a deal? Yeah, absolutely. Let's, let's uh, kind of move over this way. All right, guys. Stephanie, Mike, back to you. David, thanks. For that. that was great. I love that. That was very interesting to me. N not bad, huh? I have to tell you what, the guy in the piece there yeah. with him is the uh, Sylvester Stallone look-like. His name is Mike Cunda. He's of Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. He actually won the official Philly contest and free airfare to the red carpet ceremony. He met Sylvester Stallone last week at the premiere. Cool That's stuff. really cool. I like cool that. Stuff. All right. We want to take it out of Nice. Okay. So I hadn't seen that in, in over a decade. I haven't seen this. Okay. So here's the story behind it. So because I won the, the lookalike contest, I had, uh, I was given two tickets to go mm -hmm. to the red carpet premiere in Philly on December 18th. 2006 and just like I said I met Sly walked the red carpet watched the movie went to the after party at the art museum and it was it was absolutely brilliant but the day we filmed it so it was the morning of the premiere it was December 18th mm -hmm. and so we had a lot of time to kill so Sue I brought all my Rocky paraphernalia I didn't know what I was going to do with it I wasn't doing tours I was still in corporate America none of my Rocky career none of that had started yet this was strictly fanboy comic-con <laughs> dress up whatever okay right. so Sue says listen why don't we take the painting because we brought the painting. I don't even know why we brought the painting. She insisted we bring the painting for some reason. Sly had already signed it, so I don't know why we brought the painting. But she, if you've ever gotten it, yeah, there you go. There's the painting. If you've ever gotten into an argument with my wife, you just just nod. Just nod and, and acquiesce, okay? that That's it. <laughs> really, I'm telling you. So, anyways, 
Uh, she goes, come on, let's take a walk down to the art museum. Now, we were staying at the Lowe's, which is about a mile from the art museum. It's in Center City. And so we were carrying this stupid painting. I've got the Rocky hat. I've got the military jacket type that Rocky wears in Balboa. Right. And we're walking all the way down. I'm carrying this post. And it's about 8 o'clock in the morning. And so we're at the statue and I'm holding the painting, taking a picture here, go to the steps and we take a bunch of pictures there, whatever. And I'm just feeling kind of goofy and stupid. Why am I bringing this painting around? And so I was getting a little annoyed and Sue said, you never know. No sooner does she say that than the local weatherman, the guy there in the video, mm -hmm. David Aldrich. Yeah, Aldrich. He was one of the judges at the contest that oh. I won. Now, mm. I didn't know he was going to be there. And he sees me and he goes, Mike, <laughs> he goes, wow, you took the contest into a whole other realm. Look at you. You're all done up as Rocky. And we started talking for about 10 minutes and I had explained to him what was going on. And he goes, I have a great idea. Why don't I stand at the statue and then I'll do my forecast and then I'll start walking up the steps and you just come talk to me and we'll just walk up. I go, okay. So we started to do that. And then three busloads of high school kids started to unload. Okay. With their parents and so right. on. Mm -hmm. So I said, David, if you can go over and get the okay from the parents, wouldn't it be great to run up the steps with all these kids around us? Rocky, so Rocky. Smart. And, and then, okay. And he goes, I love it. He goes, let's go see. So we went. So David, oh, he he's on TV. People know him. Of course, they, they know a TV personality. They want to get in. They see me. Who's the bum in the ugly hat? Right. <laughs> so no, they did not see because I was didn't. I'm, you know, I'm just an average guy. So <laughs> anyways, we get it all set up. This all happens in about 18 minutes. We had no idea. There was no like script. Nothing. We, we just had a basic understanding of what we wanted to accomplish again i'm not doing any of this for a living this was all this is what i would do when i would walk my giant english mastiff bucket i would put the hat and the coat on and i would walk my neighborhood oh bucket what are you doing how you think about this today and that's it that was the extent right now i have to perform and i'm i really am not a performer i'm not i I know that may seem odd because of my personality hmm. now, hmm. but so I have to make it happen. So now I have seconds to decide how do I want to come at this? Do I want to hit it hard with a lot of, yo, David, how you, right. doing? you know what I mean? Do <laughs> I want to do that? Do I want to go light? Do I want to go halfway? Mm -hmm. And I thought, why don't you just do the essence of Rocky? Why don't you just get a feel? Yeah. Don't really get into it. Just do a feel of it. <laughs> so people watching this goofy spot on the Weather Channel will say, is this guy on meds? Does he know who he is? <laughs> is does he have issues? Well, what's his issue? And, and I think that was uh, the wrong move to make. I think I should have went full Rocky. I really, I really think I should have. Oh, I, I, I didn't thought believe you sounded when I very first heard it, it sounded like Sly. It totally sounded like Sly. And then when you said, that's not too good, that, that was dead on. I was yeah, like, that, yeah, that was fun, but mm -hmm. it, it was more Rocky. It was a touch of Rocky Five, mm -hmm. And um, well, that ain't too good. Because like, mm -hmm. Rocky said something like that to Tommy Gunn. So I thought, okay, if I could play up this angle, 
but I realized I didn't commit to it. And so watching hmm. that over this morning, I was disappointed at myself, but I was also very happy saying, wow, I've come a long way from then to now. Mm -hmm. And so anyways, when I, when I found, I said, wow, I wonder if Stacy would like to see this on the podcast. So Are you kidding? I don't know. But I like to see it. I love that, but this is growing. This is growth. This is right. You right. know what I'm learning and you, you, you yeah. perfection, you perfect it as you go. And it was still awesome. It was still, it was so fun. <laughs> Just fun. We yeah. had the best time. And then when the van leaves it within 20 minutes, it was all over. All yeah. the kids ran, took their pictures. They get back on the bus and then they leave. And so, Sue and I are just sitting there and oh, 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 the whole thing. I forgot to mention the whole thing of why I was pointing out the painting now is because uh, David said, you know, like I wasn't I just figured you were a, another fan or a tourist. He goes, but I saw that painting. He goes, I had to come over and see what the painting was about. There you go. He goes, if you didn't bring the painting, I wouldn't have come over to you. So all that happened because Sue had some intuition. She had some. She didn't know why. She just I had know. a feeling. It's like the force. You know, she like has ben, the force. Ben, ben Kenobi, you know? Yes. <laughs> no, she has Obi. the force. A hundred times you've said this to me. She's oh, like, yeah. just in case you never know. And then she, that's you never like, know. That's like your that, clue. Yeah, yeah, seriously. So, you know, these droids aren't for sale. <laughs> That's how she just waves it. You don't know why you'll need the painting, but you'll need it. Yes. Yeah. She's been right many times. <laughs> she she yeah. has been. She yeah, has been. For sure. For Stacey, sure. what else do we have going on today? Well, in order to introduce our guest, I wanted to let people know about this beautiful note that we received ah, yes. from him. And let me just go over to this. I'm going to read it. His name is Vincent Lemonure, and he can correct me if I said that wrong. <laughs> but uh, he says here, I saw Rocky one on VCR when I was 12 and 83. He's almost 50 now, and he's been working in a youth club in Belgium, Belgium pardon me, for 15 years. And he says, I have realized that my main goal with teenagers is to support them and make them realize they have the right mm -hmm. to dream bigger than they think and to allow themselves to imagine a life outside their small Belgian city, whatever they want to achieve. And that trying is better than dreaming once you feel ready. Oh, and, and I was like, I like that, that talk about you know, you come across all these inspirational quotes, you know what I'm saying? You, you could yeah. turn that into one of those, those memes, you know? And right. so, and he wrote that to us quite a while ago. I reached back out to him. Um, and I just, I wanted him to tell us about the youth club and, and how that is. He's also an artist and he's also a singer and he's part of a band. And so, yeah, here he is. All right, here we have Vincent all the way from Belgium. Hi, everyone. Hey. So good to see you. <laughs> so happy you're here. Thank you. This was a long time coming. <laughs> yes. Oh, so nice. Vince, I have a question for you. Are those real bricks? Yes, they are. I love them. <laughs> you know, old countries, Belgium. Yeah. <laughs> Rocky was an expert on bricks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was a line from Rocky too. Adrian would said to the realtor, my husband's an right? expert on bricks. Adrian, these real bricks, you know. <laughs> Vince, it's so good to have you here. I wanna I wanna ask you um 
what Stacy wrote about your reasoning for working with teenagers and uh, getting them to uh, see or uh, shoot for their own potential. Where did that come from? Where did that start with you? I, I, I would say that two movies uh, had a real impact on me. The first one is obviously Rocky one. I insist. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the second one is Dead Poet Society. I don't know if you Great movie. This. Oh, oh yeah. Robin Williams. So, great movie. Yes. And I guess those two movies, when I saw them, I didn't feel the same after watching them. Yeah. Right, right. And they taught me something. I didn't know really what. Uh, but then I guess I wanted to share like energy. Mm -hmm. um, and as you said, Mike, uh, potential, um, they triggered like my own potential. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to share this experience. I don't want to be a, a teacher or something, something like that. I want to be like, we, we call ourselves in the team where I work. We call ourselves uh, alternative adults. Oh, so wow. We, we are like um, parents a bit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A bit like teachers, but not really teachers. A bit mm -hmm. like a, men a mentor. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. And mm -hmm. um, we are in between all the things, but we just want the teenagers not to feel judged when uh -huh. they are with us. Mm -hmm. So they can express everything and they can uh, start creating their own life, kind of. Because wow. sometimes, you know, parents or teachers, they put, um, like, pressure on them. We don't want to put any pressure on them. So right. sometimes I feel a bit like Rocky and little Mary. You know, you try to <laughs> teach right. lessons and stuff. Yeah, but yeah. Then they don't listen really. But then you, you let time right do you do you do any type of physical abuse where you punch <laughs> them into coherency do you slap them or do you oh. use any type of a a paddle is there some type of fear involved to get uh, them to come around it's it's it, it only goes with a natural authority you know, right authority. i got you i got you you know <laughs> that's <laughs> No, you do have a. I, I could tell as soon as you came out, there's a presence about you. I no, no, no. I I, I was silly Thank a moment ago. I, I mean that. I mean it. There is a presence. There is an essence to you that I could see fulfilling the role you have made for yourself and for mm -hmm. others. And I think that's brilliant because I think that's one of the things that is missing in today's society. Mm -hmm. uh, it is different than when we grew up as children. Where, where it's not the same type of way. The world is not seen through the same glasses, mm -hmm. maybe, yes. uh, today by the younger people. What What is your average age that you work with? So there is like um, a rule. On, uh, so they are from 12 to 26. Oh, wow. But then we can we can manage with smaller children and older pe uh, people sure you should f we should focus on this uh that age group. yeah yeah i got you mm -hmm. i got you how but before we get to rocky how does dead poet society influence you or um uh how does that inspire you to do what you're doing now so obviously art is really important 
for me and in yeah. our lives. Um, and there is this uh, guy who wants to become a comedian, but then mm -hmm. the father absolutely refuses mm -hmm. the, the, the thing, and the guy uh, feels that it will be impossible to express himself anymore. Or you know, um, so I, I I think you should try to build your own life uh, despite of uh, your parents influence because sometimes mm -hmm. it can be very toxic mm -hmm. uh, uh, or you should choose wisely uh, as um, as early as possible i guess yep does it make sense I don't it does know. Yeah. <laughs> yes sure. it does <laughs> sure um, um and then uh, you know um oh my, my father passed away uh month um last month oh, and the only thing it's okay he was a fantastic man and the only thing i could say was captain my captain oh captain, ah, my captain. yes Why? yes so right it's it's um uh, he was a mentor and i um a father figure obviously sure sure a real father and my role is to be like a father figure for the children yeah. and i i found that in uh, that poet society yeah like to feel free, or to, to find ways to have the feeling of being free. Yeah, yeah. isn't it's it difficult to express in English? Yeah, you're no, doing no, no, good. No. You're, you're doing, doing very great. well. Yeah, but basically, I have a hard time expressing in English. Okay? <laughs> I I usually have to draw stick figure pictures for people to understand what I'm talking about. Okay. Isn't it, Vince, isn't it, and Stacy, I want your thoughts on this. Yeah. Too. Isn't it amazing how a well-crafted movie, a story, a TV show, a song, a painting yeah. can inspire someone to new and enlightened philosophies? Mm -hmm. Your thoughts, Vince, you go first. Um, I, again, I will talk about my father. He was a writer, uh, a reader. So books were kind of his life, and I wasn't in books, into books and stuff. So I guess I found my balance and my uh, philosophy through movies. Uh, ah, I needed okay. images and characters, and I, I guess I met Rocky at the right time. Yeah, Stacy, wow. your your thoughts on my my on my yeah. thought? <laughs> yeah, I. I don't think anything comes into our life by accident. You know what I mean? And you just, you never know what kind of set of parents you're going to have. And so Vince, like you were saying, you can be a mentor and provide something that maybe somebody doesn't have these great parents or these characters from these movies. I, I think these are godsends because it gives someone who may not be getting quality direction, real direction. Like, ah, that's it. Rocky inspired me. Dead Poets inspired me, Forrest Gump, whatever your favorite movies are, you know, I don't think those are accidents. I think they're answers to questions that we might not be getting from the traditional people like our parents or our family. Yeah. So you have no idea, Vince, how many times you have provided clarity by being that strong mentor. Perhaps they didn't have that at home. So Hopefully. I'm sure a lot of people could say that about you for sure. Vince, before we touch on Rocky, which we're going to in just a moment, there's a um, sometimes children um there is a dynamic between parents even though the parents are 
very good parents and have very good intentions, mm -hmm. there is a dynamic there that doesn't work exactly <laughs> right. I think you are a good stand-in for yes. instances in that moment where that dynamic, like if you have a child who is just very bullheaded, not mm -hmm. in a bad way, but is just very determined to be independent. Yeah. And and uh, uh, so, but the parents aren't wrong either. The parents right, right. the child's right. To me, you seem to be a Lego lock. Mm -hmm. You seem to be a connection there. Is that accurate? I, I guess to grow up, you have to to take uh, models around you. And uh, I hope I'm. I have this role as well, so you're exactly right. Um, and you, you can provide another way to see life and to or point of views about right. everything. We talk a lot, and I like it. We, we debate a lot with teenagers and stuff, so it builds their values and mm -hmm. the, yeah. the things they want to, to do in life. And just to express, you know what I'm saying? To run, do the, that role play and, and get them talking. I mean, the ability to just express yourself could, mm. could you know, make or break you for a job, for all sorts of things. So that's that's important. But I then like that you I, do that. I, I, I went to Philadelphia, obviously. And yes, you did. I, I, I told them it was my dream as a teenager. So I, I, I asked them, what is your dream and what would you like to do? Uh, 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 something a bit magic. Mm -hmm. uh, what are your dreams and stuff? So I use my own life and my passion for Rocky and to, yeah. to, to exchange and to debate and to try to make them, them think about mm -hmm. what mm -hmm. they want to achieve in life. Wow. Vince, what is it about Rocky, the original Rocky? What is it about this movie that inspired you, that grabs you and doesn't let go? Tell us about that. I remember I've been thinking a lot about that when I was a teenager um, because my father and my mother were very fantastic. My, mo my mother is still around and they, they were very fantastic. So I thought, why should I go and grab something else example? But then I think Rocky, uh, so I discovered Rocky when I was 12, I think. Mm -hmm. And I discovered the movie on my own because I was at my uncle's house. You know, I think it was in 82. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so they had two VCR and they made copies. So I, ah, I guess nice. I, <laughs> I saw this Rocky thing and I, I tried it and I was totally blown away. I remember. Uh, I was floating a bit after the movie because yes. I did. I think I, I don't know uh, if you would show this movie to teenagers today. There would be uh, I don't know. What do you say? Absorbed so much. Inspired. Mm. I, I think so. But mm -hmm. um, well, it it happened. I was on my own, and I remember very clearly that. I asked for a piece of paper after after the movie, and I drew Apollo Creed. Oh, <laughs> really? So I, I I didn't keep the the drawing. So um, I think he made me discover that winning is not always winning. Mm -hmm. So you should be um, a bit.
bit peaceful about stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you yeah. don't need, you don't always need to fight uh, to win. And what, what will be your success when you will be uh, older? Uh, is, is success uh, fighting or is success uh, uh, never stopping, never quitting? Right. Uh, Would you? Uh, let me ask you this, Vince. I, and I don't want to cut you off, but this is because you're onto something here, and I want to make sure I understand what you're saying. Mm. So in Rocky. Rocky's goal was not necessarily winning the fight with Apollo Creed. If he won, wonderful, great. Rocky's goal was to be standing at the end of the fight. He just wanted, nobody had ever done that before in all of the title defenses Apollo had. Nobody went the distance with him. If Rocky could go the distance, that was enough for him. He would know he wasn't another bum from the neighborhood. Maybe he'll never be champ, but in his life, inside, yeah. he could be champ inside of his own mind, in mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that kind of what we're talking about here? Uh, yes, absolutely. But then, I, I, I remember, I think um, I've always considered Rocky One as a, a, a love movie. Yeah, uh, yeah, and, yeah, exactly. I think I was very, you know, shy and romantic, and I could uh, identify with uh, Adrian and Rocky way to, 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 you know, to um, get out of their shells. Yeah, 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 right, exactly. Um, uh, So I'm I'm quite amazed by the fact that a 12-years-old little shy guy could uh, grab something so powerful yeah. That it would, it would uh, go on for the rest of his life. Right, wow. right. Wow. That's I love great. that. I think the contentment, you know, you have to be content with knowing that you have given it everything. You know, for me, Rocky's always been the barometer to sort of check in with, okay, well, I may not have won, but I did I try my hardest? Yes. You know what I'm saying? Was I as loyal as I could be? Was I as understanding as I could be with whatever relationship the way Rocky was? You know what I mean? So even if it doesn't work out, being content that you know you gave it your best, I, that that's how it felt to me. I, I don't know if that makes sense. But. And this is what I teach to the young yeah. people. Exactly. Try, try, and if it doesn't work, try something else yeah yeah i wanted to show some of your drawings this is this is really his drawings are so are so very old stuff (laughs) oh they're so good though now these are your personal drawings here's this one ouch look at that yeah and here's another here (laughs) i love it Look, I could, I could. I love the I, caricatures. The forehead. I love the forehead. <laughs> like I, I have something else in common with Sly. <laughs> oh, look at that. Yeah. So I, I was like 16 or something. So I was. I yeah. thought I would become a, oh, you know, really a drawer good. or painter, but music. Yeah, and then better. here they are in a row. Well, Vince, when did you do the Rambo three one? Uh. I think it was a bit later, like 88, 89. Oh, that's mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. Oh, 89, I guess, because gotcha. this is the, the now, three, uh, what, came in Belgium in 89. I think. 
Got these you, are nice. these are fun right here. If you take one person plus another person, they equal <laughs> that person. I I just took, I didn't take them all, but I took a few. Take a look at this one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm obsessed with faces, and I like when people look like. So Mike, <laughs> yeah, look like. Is, I, is, I that Ray, is that uh, Ray Parker Jr. and Carl Weathers? Yeah. Yes, exactly. Oh man, and who are you gonna call? Billy, Billy D. D. Williams. Williams. <laughs> Lando Calrissian. <laughs> All right. So those are French French TV uh, personalities. Oh, yes. okay, okay. That Burt Young, and then we get okay. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah, cute. Oh, that's funny. Very creative. Very creative. I think that's neat. Mm -hmm. Rachel, this guy's got the goods, Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do a very good Burt Young, but that's okay. <laughs> Oh, that's fantastic. Now, listen, you're also a musician. Yes. Yes, I am. So what, what is it that you do? I see the guitars back there. Or do you, did you just play guitar? Do you sing? What Do you have a band? What do you do? Yes. Um, I have a band called Suffocating Minds, which is a very bad name when you live in Belgium and nobody understands the name. Okay. Suffocating minds. Tell us what that means. How did yeah. you arrive at that name? Mm -hmm. So uh, I guess one of the first song I wrote was uh, the, the, uh, the title was Suffocating Mind, and I was a bit, you know, like uh, nephrotic, you know, I don't know, inner inner dilemmas and yeah, you know, like sure. a dark sure. place. Yeah, you try, to, you try to express stuff through music, mm -hmm. to make negative stuff becoming positive. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the name was this one, but then the, the influences were like Depeche Mode, if you, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or Nine Inch Nails. So okay. it, it, it was a bit dark, but nowadays I I want to to be more colorful and positive. <laughs> um, ah, black, you know, <laughs> Johnny but, Cash. But it's more synth synth wave. Uh, okay. You know, synth wave like. Kavinsky and uh, uh, like those red Lamborghini driving through Los Angeles and okay, okay. Yep. and stuff. So it's yep. more positive and gotcha. oh, kind gotcha. of music we do, which is mm -hmm. weird here in Belgium. Oh, really? oh, really? Wow. Now, where do? Let me ask you this. I'm trying to understand where you fall on the music spectrum. Are you a Springsteen fan? I respect, but I'm not a fan. I, I like okay. uh, synthesized uh, synth stuff. Synthesized okay. music, like sure. 80s, new wave. And... Sure, Vince DiCola, Rocky Four, <laughs> that type of music. Exactly, yes. I got gotcha. you. But then I think uh, Bill Conti. Uh, ah, the great Bill Conti. <laughs> yes. Yes, <laughs> exactly right, exactly right. Yeah, that, that is something that Bill Conti untouched. And I know John Williams, John Williams is, I know he's done a lot of Spielberg movies and all that, but for me, it's Bill Conti all the but, way. But then you have the music from uh, Rambo 2 by Jerry Goldsmith, and it was Ooh, a mixture yeah. between symphony and electronic. It was oh, yeah. fantastic. I love the first Blood um, uh, uh, CD, the, the music that Goldsmith did for First Blood. That is my apps. That's one of my absolute favorite non-Rocky soundtracks that I love listening to. It really just puts me in that darker mood, gray, overcast skies. 
it just I love it. I do listen to it quite often. I don't really talk about First Blood that much or Rambo <laughs> because this is the Rocky Files. But I don't know, Stacy. Maybe we'll start doing the Rambo Files. Hey, <laughs> you never know. We Got can a do lot. a Rambo Files episode. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> we'll change our name. We'll change our graphics for the whole thing. <laughs> listen, Vince. Do you have a favorite moment in the Rocky movies from any of the movies? This is so, so difficult. I think, uh, again, Rocky One, I think every scene is important to understand the plot and uh, Mm -hmm. the evolution of the characters. But Mm -hmm. I think every time I watch it, I cry three times. (laughs) Yes. Right. The The first time is when Rocky and Adrian are for the first time in the flat. Because I think it's the most romantic scene, yeah, yeah. movie history. <laughs> yeah, and sure. they 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 play. My God, this is uh, it. It feels real. So real. They are fantastic comedians. Yes. Um, the second one is at the ice skate uh, yes. sequence when you see Adrian like. <laughs> yeah, this is she's, so she's not very good. Oh yes, this is moving, and this is where I guess they connect for the first time. Mm-hmm. And uh, the third time is when Rocky um, get out of his flat to shake Mickey's hand. Yeah. This is like wow. Yeah. He, he takes or he he removes his ego, or I don't know, and he go he goes for it. I, I don't know. In that scene, you know what, <laughs> Vince, watch that scene. When Rocky goes down to get Mickey and then he comes back up, he doesn't walk on the sidewalk. Rocky stays in the gutter. Hmm. He walks the gutter all the way back. He doesn't go back on the sidewalk. I wonder, I've no idea if that was just natural for Sly to take that path or did he choose to walk the gutter? Did he choose to walk the gutter? And I and, wow. and it, that that's an interesting thought process to me. I may be reading more into it. Our, our good friend uh, Derek Wayne Johnson tells us he told me sometimes fans tend to read more into a scene than was initially intended, mm-hmm. but it is what it is. And again, that goes back to my great storytelling, um, a Dead Poet Society, Rocky, and many other movies where you are inspired by a particular philosophy. In a movie like, okay, one of the things I hate in uh, American football, I hate when they score a touchdown, they slam the ball and they do the stupid idiotic dance. (laughs) I hate that. I actually despise that. Because you're only as good as your last touchdown. Right. Mm -hmm. In the very next play, maybe you fumble the ball or something. I hate that. I like to show the humbleness. So Rocky, putting his arm around Mickey, shaking his hand, we never hear what he says, but he says, Mick, I'm sorry. I need you. Mm -hmm. Okay. Shake hands. Rocky walks back. He doesn't go on the sidewalk. He's, He's proud and he's happy that he's got Mick in his corner, but he's still on the street. Still on the street. You see, sidewalk elevates. And so I just thought, boy, is that something? Or maybe I'm way out of sync. Maybe it's just I'm seeing myself in that moment. I don't know. I don't know. That'd be a great question if that was on purpose for him. I know. For Sly. I know. Yeah. I was, oh, sorry. Uh, I was thinking about uh, that Poet Society and Rocky and what's the link. And I think the end 
is the same. They win and they, or they go something, they, I don't know. They don't win, but they win. Right. They win self-respect. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. It's, exactly. Yeah. I get it. Exactly. Vince, have you ever drank raw eggs? <laughs> no. No. Never? <laughs> Not once? I thought about it, but no, I couldn't. You I, should I, do it. I love you, eggs, but not this way. <laughs> you should do it and then film it so you can put it on like your Instagram, your video channel, and then you can use that as an inspiring moment for the rest of your people. I think they would, yes. I think they would like that. <laughs> I want to show a few fun uh, pictures here. Uh, whose face is that, Vince? <laughs> <laughs> They, I like the series. When whenever I find something funny to do, I I, I like to do it a lot on Instagram. Yeah. So I, uh, I I will put the same face on a lot of. I, this is dry humor, I think. It's <laughs> very fun. much so. It's fun. We our, our Mickey G did the same thing. <laughs> Mike Gonzalez, he did. He did. He yeah. obliterated me. He put his face over mine. Talking yeah. with slides. I saw it. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that was good. That was good. Here's uh, here you are in Philadelphia. This oh I God. love. I love yeah. it. I checked Yo. for the, the the temperature, and uh, I think it was like eight degrees Fahrenheit. Is it? Does oh. it make sense? So that that would, yeah That's that would cold. be probably around twenty degrees, twenty three degrees maybe uh, uh, Celsius for us. Oh, that's so cool. Oh, no, no. Uh, then he said eight Fahrenheit. Oh, he said eight Fahrenheit. Oh, yes. Fahrenheit? It was minus. Yeah, that, that, that's a little chilly. Celsius. That's chilly. That explains your cousin Eddie look from Vic Christmas Vacation. Yeah. Now that's I a understand. warm hat. <laughs> yes, it is. I love yes, it. Yes, it I is. Love it. Oh, wonderful. That's great. Now, listen, Vince, before before we get you out of here, I'm, I want to, Stacey, do you have any other questions, anything you want to ask Vince before we let him go? I just, more of a statement. I just, I just loved, it's, it's so interesting how, even though there's a language barrier, you still know exactly what you mean. You still, you know what I'm saying? Even though it was the way you were moving the way, and that's that invisible thing to me that, that Rocky is universal it doesn't you don't even have to have the perfect word and we knew exactly what you meant and mm -hmm. so i just i just loved that and um i like the way you've brought it into your life and how you're spreading that message onto the youth and and being that example and and spreading the rocky message that's everything that we want here so thank you for coming on thank you for inviting me absolutely vince stacy is a hundred percent correct that that's what that is you're taking that rocky message the essence of rocky and you're imparting it on younger individuals who may be at a crossroads at their mm -hmm. lives and crossroads come at different times mm -hmm. they they come at all times in our lives and for you to be there for these fellow humans along their journey i think it's wonderful what you're doing don't stop keep doing that please don't give that up now, I have a question that we love to ask everyone on the Rocky Files. <laughs> Stacy, would you ask this question, please? Absolutely. Vince, if you found yourself on an elevator with Sylvester Stallone and you had 30 seconds, what would you say to him? I, this is such a difficult question because I can't <laughs> summarize 40 years of 
23 seconds, Vince. <laughs> so I, 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 would, I would simply say thank you, Fly, and um, thank you for having opened some little doors in my mind and like little tools to live a better life, yes. I guess. That's it. And yes. bye, Vince, Fly. Thank you. <laughs> I like that. Open little doors in my mind. No one's ever said that, Vince. Well I said, my that. friend. Yes. 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 It yes. It's clarity. Those doors are like, oh, clarity. It's direction. I get that. Yeah. Stacey, guess what's going to be our two-minute blurb we're going to cut and put out? Yes. That. Right that. there. I okay. want that put out there. Okay. That was great. Vince. I absolutely adore you. You are one of the good humans on this planet. Keep doing what you're doing. Do not stop, my friend. Stop. I won't. And thank you for your support. <laughs> of course. Easy. Of course. Vince, as we always like to say to our guests when we kick them out of here, keep <laughs> punching. Keep punching. Bye, Vince. Thanks, Vince. Bye. Oh my God! Open little doors in my brain. Yeah, I love that. That was awesome. Yeah, Uh, that that will stay with me. That will stay with me. Yeah, Rocky's answered a million questions. Um, when I don't know what to do, you know, I I tend to do nothing. Like if I don't know what to do, I'd rather do nothing immediately than do something and have it be the wrong thing. And then you throw in a Rocky movie. It happens to be just the right one and just the right scene comes up, and then it's like. Okay, now I know what I'm gonna do. That's that's exactly what he just said. That's perfect. I love that. I, yeah, I, I, yeah. That that that's it. He was. I was really impressed with what he's doing. And uh, mm-hmm. man, I just I just think something like that. Think outside the box. How can you help your fellow humans on the planet? That's yeah. the way to go, man. That yeah. is the way to go. And just the youth today. And I just want to say one more thing to. And I want him to see this afterward what the kids are facing, the distractions they're facing and the, and you know, the temptations, the drugs that are going around and someone like him to get these kids to be strong enough just to say no to all these things, you know, in those moments of weakness or peer pressure, they may think of him or Rocky or, you know, a Rocky like story. Yeah. It it saves lives. It literally saves lives. And you you may never know what that moment is, but I just want him to know that I believe he's doing that in a world where kids are torn in a million different directions. Stacy, the world that uh, we grew up in is, is vastly different. We didn't have online bullying because yes. there was no online. There was nothing. So, know. you know, you can't get away from it. We, we had to deal with schoolyard bullies, classroom bullies, and mm-hmm. so on. Mm-hmm. So you deal with that on a physical way and which has its own type of issues, mm-hmm. but kids today, it, it's sometimes they get an unfair knock from all of us, including myself, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes uh, I, I understand. No, let me let me say this. I don't understand what kids go through today, but I try to be empathetic to it. I mm-hmm. try to say to myself, OK, that's not what your reality was in, right. in 1983 right. or 1982 or 84. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it's new. But it stress and pressure is stress and pressure. Doesn't matter who you are. Right. It, it doesn't matter because even though, you know, 
our parents had stress and pressure to make sure the bills were paid for us to survive and live. We had the stress and pressure of high school. And yeah. so uh, so I, I kind of get that. And to have someone like that who is a mentor of sorts, mm-hmm. who is a geez, I, I guess you could say, you know, um, adult father figure mm-hmm. of, of sorts. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that's a, a great position. So Vince, yeah. um, kudos to you and keep Amazing. watching with that. Yeah, Absolutely. for sure. Absolutely. Stacy, do you have any plugs this week you want to talk about? Have you got anything? Do you want to talk about anything? Do you want to do anything? Well, the, the wall in my background yes. here yes. is going to be different next week because... Oh boy. I received this in the mail from one Mm. John Rivoli. (laughs) I know. I'm familiar with those. So this is going to be my reveal next week. And it's one of his new ones. I was so excited as soon as I saw who joined Rocky in the um, picture. I ordered it immediately (laughs) because I like four-legged furry things. (laughs) We all do. We all do. So I'm going to have a rearrangement. So just, I just, John Rivoli's use of color and just the way he captures those moments, like we said at the beginning, those very private moments and uncommon moments, you know what I mean? Right. I I think is neat the way he captures something that you just don't see everywhere. He, He wants to capture a unique moment and this is that painting as well. So we'll see it next week. So I would agree. I would agree. Yeah. Uh, as far as me, I don't have a lot to plug. I just have a little book I wrote called <laughs> Cue the Rocky Music. Uh, it's a memoir of all things Rocky in my life. It's not about all of my life. It's just about Rocky-related right. issues. So you can pick that up at Amazon Prime, Barnes & Noble, uh, at .com, uh, anywhere they sell books, it's there. I run a little thing called the Yo Philly Rocky Film Tour. You can check that out on Instagram. You can go to the link tree section in the bio and mm-hmm. find out how to book a tour. And there is a movie, a documentary about my life. There it is called The Pretender. That is me running the stairs at 14 years old with my little Rocky Three outfit. I've got a yellow shirt, the little black dolphin nike shorts that rocky wore on the beach and there you go so listen come see us come say hello or just you know tell us your favorite rocky story tell us so we can get you on the podcast yes Yes. we are always looking for a diverse section yes all creeds colors religions yes human non-human alien (laughs) canine fish (laughs) iguana parrot you know, whatever works, <laughs> please reach out to us. Tell us, forward our stories. Let people know the Rocky Files exist yeah. so we mm-hmm. could bring even more diverse yes. uh, stories to you. We are desperately looking for this. We yeah. really are. Yep. And our email, just so you know, it is the Rocky Files at gmail.com. Very simple. Just Stacy, one more story. time in case they didn't catch it. What is the email? <laughs> the email is the Rocky Files at gmail.com. The Rocky Files at gmail.com. Write us. Yes. Stacy, this has been a great episode. They're all great episodes. They are good. They're, they're awesome. All, they're all great. <laughs> I can't wait until next week. 54 on the way. <laughs> 54. Hey, that's how old I am. 54. Hey. <laughs> hey, yo, that number adds up to nine. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> I'm shutting you down. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. I'm out of here. My water is laced with something. All right. I'm out of here, people. Stacy, keep punching. Man. Keep punching. Bye.